Welcome to episode 27 of the Barman and Bevo podcast. Plus the seven tour to front ones. Plus the seven tour. I was thinking about Stooges <clears throat> yesterday. We got to make that happen. Stooges? Yeah. Oh, we are. We got to make sure that the, the, the RV's out at Reality Bikes and I'll come up like three times a week. <clears throat> we can record that. <laughs> yes. Um, episode 27. I'm here with uh, my co-host Mike Barman. Who's back from a, a trip from Detroit? Trip to his his homeland, my homeland, Detroit, Michigan. Land of the Lions. <laughs> Your favorite team, the Detroit Lions. Well, my mom's from Allen Park, which is just south of Detroit. Went to high school at Grosseal, so it's a very interesting trip. Um, well, let's talk before we get into dive into all your um, all the stuff we normally talk about. Let's talk about why you're up there. I think um, you told me about it a couple weeks ago. You've been posting about it quite a bit. Um, new velodrome opened up up there. Yeah, the Lexus velodrome right on uh, Interstate 96 and Mac uh, Boulevard. So we actually stayed downtown. The pictures you sent, the place looks amazing. It is beautiful. beautiful. Wood track? Uh, yes, plywood. Plywood, one, 166 meters. Look at the two fighting. All right. The, then the third one leaves the interview. It's hysterical. So we're watching the um, the footage of Drew Brees and his kids on the sideline from the Pro Bowl, which we're going to get into later. Um, you didn't race, though. You're just there supporting. Just there. Uh, it was their grand opening. Yeah. Yeah. So supporting what they were doing up there. Um, some friends, uh, John Kroom and uh, Zach Kovalik, were racing. So I got a chance to hang out with them. Dale are they Hughes from down here there. or are they from somewhere else? Uh, they're from, uh, John is from South Carolina. So uh, you come Rock down Hillary. to race at the Velodrome? Yep. Okay. Yep. And Zach has been down a few years ago. Um, he had the longer blonde hair. Um, it's a blur. You might have been, yeah, you might have been more in concessions at the time. So, um, How was the racing? Was it good? The racing was incredible. Uh, because the track is so short at 166 meters, there aren't very many riders in this country that have experience racing on that size velodrome. Mm -hmm. So with it being a grand opening, there was actually only one crash for the two nights. It was in the semi-pro Madison and it was very slow. It was actually right when they were getting started. So always one of the largest concerns when you're trying to do a grand opening is making sure that everyone stays safe and at the velodrome, we don't really like crashes or experiences like that. Even I'm not even sure if NASCAR folks right. re- really like anything, anything, anything like that. But it was a good, safe race. Uh, the local riders there were were <clears throat> really pumped up, and they did a fantastic job. The, the second night, Madison was was very, very, very exciting. I remember you posted a bunch of you posted a bunch of pictures. Looks the place looks fantastic. But um, you posted the the racing for the one night, and what, did I read? If I remember correctly, there's like a twenty mile or forty mile Madison. No, um, it, I believe it ended up being a um, hundred laps. Okay, it was. It was so, a long one. It was. It, it took about a half hour. Oh, usually, 
Usually in the six day races that they Wait, have. Wait, a hundred laps your... and it took about a half an hour. So you're doing two and a half laps an hour or a minute? minute? Yeah. That's that is small. Mm-hmm. Is that Olympic size or is that? No, uh, two hundred fifty meters would, is the na- is the new norm for the Olympics. One sixty six is <clears throat> with it being a little bit smaller. Uh, one is easier to cover, and then t- two. The, the 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 steepness of the banking mm-hmm. uh, doesn't allow you to slow down as much. You have to maintain your speed to make it all the way around without sliding off. So it really helps with Madison uh, because the exchanges, if you miss an exchange, you're only on the track for another few moments before you can go back in and exchange again. Um, I know you're working behind the scenes to bring a velodrome up to the north end of Atlanta. How is that? The last thing I, the last time I talked to you about it was a couple months ago. If I remember correctly, there was you were looking at somewhere either we're, over in Woodstock or up here. Well, Woodstock has its own. Woodstock has its own proposal. There's a developer, right? Um, a developer in Woodstock is bringing in more than just a velodrome. There's going to be a water park, and he's already purchased some property and is getting <clears throat> getting that. Um, I am not personally involved with that with that velodrome. Mm-hmm. I have friends that are. Um, I've been more inclined to purchase Chicago's velodrome right. that is in disrepair, cutting it apart and then shipping it down for the pieces because it'd be a lot cheaper to actually buy the pieces already done, and then actually creating a modular model where it would be able to go indoors, either at the GICC in College Park. Or it could go in the World Congress Center, or Phillips Arena, or Atlantic Station, or it could go in a lot of different places and bring a lot of different riding that people haven't necessarily seen. Right. Hmm. What about North Point Mall when it closes? <laughs> uh, I've actually talked to people about velodromes there. Unfortunately, the um, the economic model of velodromes is not. It, the velodromes will never have positive positive cash flow. There has to Unless be... Unless it's multi-use. Well, what happens with velodromes is uh, volleyball and other sports, basketball, that take the infield. Sometimes their revenue streams become so great that the number of hours that are allocated for cycling go down so much that cyclists don't even want to participate any longer. And it's happened in other... Mm-hmm. It's happened in other locations. Uh, Burnaby... Burnaby is one where the volley, volleyball tried to kick out the cyclists so they could get all the indoor time just for just for their sport. Wow. Yeah. Um, so all in all, good trip? That was awesome. Uh, Ubered, and, uh, Ubered and walked everywhere. Uh, racing started at 7.30. Um, got a whole bunch done Saturday oh, at a... They built uh, a couple of casinos in downtown Detroit. Yeah. Instead of it used to be only the casinos were over in Windsor. Windsor, yeah. And so it's a uh, it's really uh, it's Detroit. Uh, the lat I actually raced there near the Blue Cross Blue Shield building in the '90s. Another race, Dale Hughes, who built the Velodrome, actually put on uh, back in the day. And and Detroit has definitely changed since then. Um. All right, let's talk quickly. You meant I wrote down cycling news, and you've got some stuff that happened today with with Chris Froome. Well, there's 
it seems that, uh, well, it was actually the Italians, the Gazella della Sport, mentioned that Chris Froome is thinking about making a deal with the UCI for a six to nine month suspension. If he did that, he'd have to give up his Volta victory and his third place at the World Championship time trial. But he, if he got six months, he'd be able to race the Giro this year, and he'd be able to race the Tour de France this year also. How would he be able to race the Giro or the Tour de France? Because it would be back backdated to the time of the sample, which was September 7th. But so he raced after September 7th. Only once. At the Just, World Championships. Well, and if he gives up that result... Well, no. He raced every day the the Vuelta. Well, he only got... He got popped the day before the finish. Or the... He didn't finish two, on two the days. The Two days before. I think no, it was. No, that was like... It finished like late September. Mm, like around the 23rd. September 7th? Well, I guess I guess he's hoping he's hoping that they'll give him time. If they back, if they well, if they backdated that far to his actual test, no. And and if he has to give up, no. if he have to give up his Volta, that's not fair. That's not fair. He should be suspended from the day he's suspended. <laughs> There's no time served. He hasn't been he hasn't been punished monetarily. Well, he's he's talking about racing again in uh, the Ruta del Sud on February 14th, and really, no one in the world really wants to see him race. Except for it seems Team Sky and him. And why should we bend the rules for him? The rules aren't bent for him. He, the, why, why should he get six to nine months? He should get two years. That's ever anybody gets popped, they get two years. Well, just like he cheated. <clears throat> yes, he cheated. However, there is an out. There is if he negotiates this down, this would be a lot simpler than him racing for a year and a half. Getting a two-year ban and then having to give up everything that he's won from that from that date. So this, as if you if you were actually running the sport, it would be better to get six to nine months, not have him race, and then then it would be to let because technically he's allowed to race. And then if this drags out for over a year, it could go all the way till the next Giro. Then he'd actually have to give back all the results that he had in between that time. So a lot of those races wouldn't actually have winners. I just at this point it's Well Froome has take, rights. The rider the rider yeah, has rights. But he cheated and he tested positive. Well what he said was Supposedly. that he was gonna show and what his what, oh, what I, team, okay. What I'm, team I'm still saying he gets a trial. Yes. You know, he's still, well, I still Sky, think he gets that. Team, but team Sky was gonna try to say that his his liver was holding in all the drug and then released it all at once. So through the protocol, they would have to show they would actually have to put him in a lab and have him recreate that situation. If he doesn't, good, good luck with that. If he doesn't recreate that situation and say he takes the amount of puffs, the sixteen puffs he's allowed in twenty four hours, and then is and then is is when they take the urine test. If it only shows like the half of what he's supposed to have, and then he double and then he was double it that day, he's going to get the full two years. So he'd be smart. To negotiate it out. The next side of that is Sky has a zero tolerance tolerance policy. So no no matter how this goes, Team Sky just looks atrocious. Yes. Because if they let Chris Froome race for their team yes. after those other people, Bobby Julik and Sean Yates and everyone else that they kicked that they kicked out for zero tolerance or the, the threat of having to sign a zero tolerance form. 
how can you let Chris Froome race for your team? Right. That's, uh, that's, you know, it's, I, we talked about this for a minute before we came on and, and started recording. And I said, that's like, you knock up a girl <laughs> and your wife asked you, well, how did that happen? And you say, well, I slipped and fell and I must have. But I must have, her, I must have, have impregnated her then. Because but that's very similar. I mean, he's acting like he has no idea how this happens. Bull. It's it, the, bull. the sport is too scientific not to know how it happened. Yes. He's been cheating for a long time, and, and he, he finally got, got popped. Whether no whether they attended. switched up whether they switched up the drugs, it was mislabeled. Whether his blood went back in after it had been out. Yeah. For whatever reason, he's not going to be able to recreate this at all. Um. Do we have? Any updates on the wing bracket? I know I've been. I had, I was going to stop at Hooters on the way home the other night, and I just those those four wing places and one Sunday really take the wing enjoyment out of it. I, I haven't had a wing. <laughs> I haven't had a buffalo anything <laughs> since we went two weeks ago. Um, is there are there any old restaurant stories you want to talk about? Hmm. Oh, I can bring. So I got a I got a message from Feeney. Oh, oh, about being close to uh, about where he's so, so two weekends no, I'm ago, only fifteen minutes away from where. Two, two weekends ago, I was in Philadelphia for the um, the soccer show, um, and I um, I sent you a couple pictures. I met Alexi Lawless, the guy who used to play for the U.S. Men's National Team back in the '90s, and who's now a commentator on Fox Sports. I think ESPN. he's ESPN. I think yeah. he's ESPN. And and um. Because he ranted. Yes. So I went, you know, we saw him. He was he was actually funny. The guys next to us in their booth said, oh, yeah, we hired Lexi Lawless to do this thing. I don't know when he's going to show up because <laughs> we kind of moved times on him. And then sure enough, like a half hour later, I turn around and there's Alexi Lawless standing right behind me. In their booth? In their booth. And, what, was um, he, what was he peddling? Um, Positive Coaching Alliance. So it's a group that is about teaching the right way to coach and in, in, in youth sports. So not like Michigan State style? <laughs> not like USA Gymnastics. <laughs> not like Bobby Knight. <laughs> not like any of your classic coaches. What do you mean you can't you can't grab the <laughs> athlete by the throat? <coughs> so I turn around like and I'm with, with Cecilia, uh, the one of the women I work with that's actually friends with Jess. And um I'm like, oh hey look there's a Le- Alexi Lawless. Sure enough, right as we we turn around, he's getting walking away. And I go, hey, Alexi, can we get a couple pictures of these? Like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so see, I let Cecilia take a picture with them first. And and then I said, hey, man, I really enjoy what you do on the broadcast. It's, you really, you know, you, you speak the truth and it's it's refreshing. He goes, oh, so you're the one guy. <laughs> you know, it's super funny. He's like, thanks, Michael. I appreciate it. Because, yeah, I have my name badge and he's, you know, he's, so. And then sure enough. You guys are on a first name basis. Yeah, absolutely. I didn't tweet you have a name, Did you say I tweeted at him? Yeah. Well, I never got, I didn't get a response, so. Um, but then on uh, Saturday night, he was on my flight as well, which was even fine. I texted you, and he's like, oh, he, he's, he's following you. Is he coming to Atlanta? He, I think he was flying through Atlanta to either go. Uh, he was in New Orleans a couple days later. Oh. Um, so I don't know um, where he was. his final destination was. But the other funny thing was then the next day we saw Bruce Arena, former disgraced men's head coach, and what an a-hole. Wow. 
He walked by real quick. And I'm like, hey, Cecilia, there's Bruce Arena. She's like, is that the guy that was the coach? I'm like, yep, that's him. She's like, is he still the coach? I go, nope, he's not. Nope. And then we caught him. He did like a loop and he came back around. I go, okay, we can go get a picture with him. So she goes, hey, I go, coach, coach, coach. He turns around and you know he's got that sourpuss look on his face. <laughs> and Cecilia's like, "Can I get a picture?" He's like, uh, "Yeah, let's just make it quick." You know, like one of those. So she took a picture and I said, "Thanks," but he was kind of an in a. He's kind of. I check. can't imagine that guy's there. I don't even know why he was there. Well, it had to be a work function. I guess he was there for like the federation stuff that was going on. Is he with the federation? I thought he I took an MLS job again. I don't believe so. I think I think I think he got he failed upwards with the U.S. Federation. Oh, he well he resigned I, honestly, as coach. I, but honestly, he has a position. honestly, he he did a very good job with the mess that he was handed. Yes, and not everything can be blamed on a coach. Um, it is super odd that we. Oh, it's won. as much his fault as it is Klinsman's. <clears throat> yes, the, the people that were playing probably weren't the people that gave us the best chance to win. And that is, that's his, the roster is totally his responsibility. Uh, I think it was the fact that the people that weren't playing well, <laughs> didn't give us a chance to win either. But he did, he did win the Gold Cup, which is really odd how we win the the Gold Cup. Well, one, we didn't lose in like 15 straight yeah, games. Yeah, we tied or, tied or whatever. We only yeah. had to win two games. And you and I watched that final game. And the second, what, what, the, the, what was it? I said? I said you wait. The, the, when we go to the Mexico game, Mexico is going to give up a goal. And thirty second, thirty seconds later, Mexico gave up another goal to knock us out of fourth. Yeah, that's what it was. They wanted to make sure that we got knocked out of the chance to beat. But then Honduras didn't even beat New Zealand. I think. Yeah. Which is super odd. <clears throat> um, so <laughs> I get a message from Feeney on Friday on Facebook because I checked in. I checked in either flying into Philadelphia or checked in fly at the yeah. conference. I think you did both in and, and out. <laughs> Look at me. Yeah. Um, and he goes, oh, did you realize you're only 25 minutes away from me? And I said, no, you're only 25 minutes away from me. <laughs> but he couldn't get his stuff together, and uh, I didn't end up seeing him. But we do. We still need to work on getting him on somehow. On the podcast? Yeah. Well, uh, John Kroon would like to come on the podcast when he's here in May. Who's John Kroon? Well, uh, the gentleman at the Detroit Velodrome. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. He tried to act like he didn't know that I had a podcast. Yeah, right. Yeah. You're famous. I know. <laughs> Jess, we're going to be famous. That's her favorite part of the podcast. <laughs> um, while we're talking soccer, let's... Um, Are we <laughs> talking about Beckham's new team? Who, Miami? Yeah. No. They have zero money? Even though we got the franchise for only $25 million? Well, no. The franchise was... Handed to him in his MLS contract. Well, he still had to pay some money, but they think the other two teams are going to go for 150 million each. And Nashville he gets, and well, I think isn't Phoenix getting one? I know Nashville is. I don't know about Phoenix. Well, there's still a couple of cities. Well, that are, are they rolling out one a year for the next couple of years? No, I think the, 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 once one because Beckham's contract is once he has the financing in place that he got a team no matter what. And then they're going to roll out two more. So I don't know how, I don't know when or how. It'll probably depend on finances. I know Nashville got announced two weeks ago. So they're in. Yes. They are getting a team. I don't know what they're going to call them, but they're getting a team. Um, did you see Landon Donovan? Well, he took a, he, he's playing in La Liga? Yes. No, he's playing in Mexico. In Mexico. 
he he's pulled a Michael he's pulled a Mario Lemieux Michael Jordan and unretired for the third time. <laughs> I'm not sure why. The I mean, other booth on the other side of us on the back side of us already had jerseys. Really? Because they're the the jersey sponsor for that oh. team. Um, Were they selling them? Yeah. Nice jerseys, green and white stripes. Look good. I don't know. <laughs> but Donovan, I, I'm like, okay, why, well, did why didn't he just take an MLS contract? Why didn't he go back to the Galaxy? Right. Why? Why did he take a contract in Mexico? Why? Is he out of money? No. You know, wouldn't think so, would you? He knows he has no chance to get back on the national team. I think he does. I don't think so. We're in a we're in a full build for a six year. Well, we're he's not going build. to play in another World Cup. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that is not going to happen. Yes, and that's what, and so so any coach that would be willing to put Donovan in and play in chance in in replacement of a player who had a chance to go to the World Cup in the future, that would not that would not be good. We also lost an eighteen year old prospect to Mexico. You don't lose anything to Mexico. You do if they have dual citizens. Well, I know how that works, but he but he played no dishwashers in the United States go back. No, to No, he played all of his youth soccer in the U.S. under that's right. twenty program. Well, maybe he wants to go to the World Cup. He does. That's exactly why he went. Okay, well, I, and I don't dis- I don't disagree with what he did. <laughs> if I had the opportunity to play in Mexico or the U.S. right now, I'd play in Mexico. <laughs> okay, they're going to the World Cup. That uh, right. So, that should be the goal of anybody well, why, in the U.S. Why are you hating? Why are you hating I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not hating on the uh, wall. I have every right to hate on U.S. soccer. <laughs> on U.S. soccer. We need to make U.S. soccer great. How do we do that? And we can't say again because we, we, never, the, we never were do, great. Do we, need to get a, <laughs> do we need to get American Outlaws signature cards and go to games? I hate. I do not like the American Outlaws. The Especially when games start at 930. I mean, that's that's rough. Okay. <laughs> it's very difficult to be a U.S. soccer fan right now, knowing that a we're not going to the World Cup, and b at Sunday night in nine th- at nine thirty games are starting. I think they tried to slide that by the American public. They did. Nobody was at the game. Yes, I mean it was. At, well, I think it was the. I, it was I, I think I read it center. was the end of a. It was the end of a nine day camp. <coughs> uh, it was a friendly night after a nine day camp. Well, that's all we can play now. Right. I think we are going to play France in a couple weeks as a tune-up for their World Cup run. Oh, great. (laughs) I wonder what team we're putting on the field for that. Hopefully it's the women. (laughs) I hope it's like Mercer University where we get paid. Like, wouldn't they go play Alabama? Do we get paid? It's so hard. It is. I, I texted you. You didn't respond. Obviously, you were... Busy out drinking or couldn't find the game. Was it Sunday night? It was Sunday night. I was sleeping. Um, nine of the starters had never played for the U.S. men's team. Right. The one thing I'll tell you, we did upgrade a goalie. The kid that played for Columbus. Right. Remember the against Atlanta United? Uh-huh. He was the, the goalie in the second half. Wow. And he's, I think he's fantastic. Sweet. Um, he's 22 as well, which is nice. So we can ship Guzan off to wherever Guzan goes. Please. Well, Howard's not going to make another World Cup. No. Well, no. So we dump up. You know, you got to dump both those guys. Yeah, that's fine. Um, both both I'm, guys. I'm on board with that. I thought both guys played fantastic in that. I did. I did too. 
I mean, there's only so much you can do. No, no. On Sunday. Oh, on Sunday? Yeah, the two guys oh. that played Sunday night both played as good as you can play. I mean, it was a 0-0 draw. So, um, the only two starters in the lineup that I had seen before were Jordan Morris, the forward, mm-hmm. and uh, Jassy chalky. Zardes. Who's Chalky? Chalky? You remember um, it's a Gary Anderson? The old place kicker from the, the Vikings. No, you know how you know how when some athletes, um, especially in night games, when they um, when they start to perspire, yeah, they actually get whiter. They get, they get they get they get even whiter, and it. And, and so, uh, I think my dad and my my brother and I used to call Gary Anderson chalky because he, when he got on the field, he just looked ghost white before he was kicking. I think uh, he's the one that missed the field goal to beat the Falcons in '98. Um, Wasn't it the that allowed the, the Falcons, that allowed the Falcons to go to the Super Bowl? Was he was the, the dirty for the Falcons? No, Minnesota. Oh, oh, maybe. Yeah, I think he he, he yeah, I think it was only like a forty-two yarder. Was he the coach at Oregon State two years ago? I don't know. That's I think he was the head coach. That's been a rotation over there. Yeah, the Washington State, door. Oregon State. It, maybe it was Washington State. <clears throat> Might have been. Yeah, it was one of those two. Um, so the U.S. played Sunday night to a 0-0 draw. Super exciting soccer. <laughs> I mean... I don't know why you wasted your time. I, I put it on. I watched the first half. I got in bed for the second half, and I just kind of listened to it during nice. while I was trying to fall asleep. Um, Atlanta United news. Atlanta United has signed 18-year-old Ezekiel Barco from Argentina. For fifteen million dollars, is he worth it? He is one of but the best. But we lost best some, young... we lost somebody though. We didn't lose anybody good. Uh, I thought we did. Someone didn't resign. I saw that one, or, of the... or maybe a club pulled his uh, one of contract the... to us. Chileans, the the Chilean guy left, but he was thirty. I can't imagine. I don't remember him. I, I don't think he was all that good, but. Um, I think with Nagabe and this kid, and if we kept the core of those, you know, we kept the core of Almiron and some of those other guys, we were, right. in, we're in great shape. Just need now we need to find a goalie. Goalie. <laughs> no more, no more Guzan. <laughs> um, I think it's exciting. I think uh, Arthur Blank in the the club, the group over there, are doing a great job. I didn't realize Atlanta United was second in the league in goals. In number? Uh, 77, something like that? They were winning some games. Uh, they had that spell in the middle, but otherwise they were... Yeah, they won a few games like 4 nothing, 3 And so when they... <clears throat> even when they were... Um, even when they were losing, it still felt like they were scoring some goals, which in soccer that can be... That means, you know, especially MLS, you don't really want to go see a one uh, Premier League 1-0... Ball handling extravaganza. I mean, you want to see passing in triangles. Yeah. I want to see the beautiful game. No, I want to see goals. <laughs> um, all right, let's let's jump back to Oak Island. We didn't talk about Oak Island yet. Uh, after last, did you see last week's episode? I did. I actually had to start a page for my Oak Island notes. Oh, let's hear what you got. No, it's okay. I just want to make sure I'm up to date. Um, <laughs> after last week's episode. <coughs> I am now convinced they are not going to find anything. I'm I'm basically done. You're done? When Craig Tester said he was out, 
I, I said. Well, he didn't know if he's come back because of. He's not coming back. Other reasons. Well, his but family to, reasons. But to me, it was like it seems like this is a just. They're well, not, that's half the bill payer. They're not going to find anything, and this guy's basically kind of. Is he lost his son? His wife's struggling at home, obviously, and right. he's struggling to be there. I don't think they're going to find anything. Dang. But just. Did they find more bone? They found that big, like it was like an elbow bone. It looked like. Yeah, but that was it. Then, then they were thinking that they might have pushed the chapel vault down deeper. Yeah, come on, no, 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 nope. <laughs> Sorry, you blew right through it. <laughs> no, I think they drilled right through it. Yeah, yeah, and and like, there's nothing. There. How do you not stop at some point and like send a camera down? <laughs> they said they found a void. Yes. Okay. Stop. Send a camera down. Right. Well, they're leaving the casing in there. They can send a diver down. Send send something down. Send a camera. Send a, a probe. Send a, a well, metal, already, de- well, a metal detector. The electro- no, the electromagnetics already been down there. Yeah, but there was something supposed to be there, and they just didn't stop. So now they're going to drill another hole 20 feet over from where they were. Yeah. Guess what? What? Nothing's there. Bone. <laughs> Pottery. Ooh, more bone. I want pottery. Gold. I want jewels. I want <laughs> I want the Ark of the Covenant. I want <laughs> I want something of some substance. Sounds like you and Chris Nuziata are coming to the same side. His panties are not there. <laughs> Chris, you're right. I'm I, such an idiot. I warned him about I he hasn't t- been listening, so he I got I, I, got, I gave him I gave him a warning. Although Chris has been hanging out. Chris used to give Tim Gallagher and I huge, huge, huge grief about ancient aliens. And yes. some of the theories on it. And then Chris has been hanging out with the Star Talk guy at the Grammys. Who's the, the Star Talk guy? Um, it's it's like a, a Tyson. Um, he wears oh. the little the vest. Yeah, yeah. And, the science uh, guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, what the hell's his name? Doctor Tyson. Tyson D D D J Ray. I can't remember. Yes. He's been on like Big Bang Theory. He's been in Conan. He's been on Daily. I know you're. He's a famous. He's a he's a astrophysicist or something. Um, ancient astronaut theorist. Okay. Maybe not. he came on the Daily Show like five <laughs> years ago, and the first thing he said is, "Your globe's spinning the wrong way." <laughs> <laughs> he said that to John Stewart. It's pretty <clears throat> funny. Um, do you have any thoughts on Oak Island? I think it's a good story. I still think it's, I'm still I'm amazed. still going to watch. I'm it. still amazed at what they find in other places on the island, like the cross a couple weeks the ago, iron, the lead cross. Yeah, it's it's just like it's so all over the place. Well, it's edited, and so sometimes when I'm watching the show, I really think that they found that lead cross way earlier than yes. when they were drilling there. But you know, Ken Burns is trying. Ken Burns is is piecing editing it together so it feels more so it feels more timely in what they do. Yeah, it's just. Are you gonna stop watching? No, never. You're gonna make it through the season. Oh, I'll watch next season too if they come back. They have to come back. They haven't found anything. I don't know if they do. They're getting paid. <laughs> they're not it's getting the number one. It's the number one show. They're on not cable. getting paid enough to be breaking even on the dig. <sighs> I think they are. I think they make that much. Three million. Yeah, easy. I mean, between Gold Rush and that show, uh, the man, we need to look that up. Remember, they said, uh, if I remember correctly, they said we've got a little bit of money left. 
And yeah. I want to say we haven't spent. He said like we haven't spent the three point one four million yet. Yes. So oh, so you're thinking that's there? Maybe I don't know. I will keep watching. I just don't think they're ever going to find anything. I don't think I don't think they're ever going to find anything other than little, a little bit here, a little bit there. They're never going to find anything substantial. And the testing that they get, the results are all wacky. Yes. Well, they always bring someone off about that. They always bring someone new in to give them whatever information they want. Then they go off to France to look for more information, and they don't even put the camera on the right spot. Yep. Um. So I think there's tonight, next week, and possibly one more. Like a two-hour end of Tonight's episode 12. If I remember correctly, last year they did 13 or 14 or maybe even 15. So we still might have another month of this. It is possible. And I think if something had happened, it would have been leaked online. (laughs) And I checked before the season started and there was like no news other than the show had been renewed. But maybe they're keeping a secret. Who knows? So the the island it looks like it's about five five million ineligible costs from this from history. From well, it, it looks like they're not saying necessarily uh, revenue from the show, but you have to you have to think that they get more than five million dollars for a show like that. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. And they probably don't get they probably don't see that money. They don't so, see that money until the end of the and end they, of the season. They probably funded the first the first show, and then as the show's been They've been funding each season from the previous from up front, and then yeah, money. or borrowing the money, or however they want to, however they wanted to do that. Um, tonight is Donald Trump's first State of the Union. I don't even want to talk about this. Are you going to watch it? No. Are you going to watch Jimmy Kimmel tonight? No. Do you know why? I've never seen Jimmy Kimmel. The, do you, do you know why you should watch it tonight? Why? Stormy Daniels is on. <laughs> right after the State of the Union. Hey, she's not allowed to say anything. She took that $130,000. She can't say anything, but she can say it a lot <laughs> by not saying anything. What's it matter? I mean... How I, much longer do we have of this? It's I'm, like, done. He could get reelected, dude. He's not going to get reelected. He could. He's I didn't say he would. I said he could. <laughs> So you're not going to watch. You're not at all interested in the bullshit he's peddling. Not at all. I have zero I'm, interest I'm in, so, like, in President Trump. Like, zero. People bring him up, and it's infuriating to me. Well, it's not infuriating. It's just a joke. Yeah. It's just a it's joke. ridiculous. Yeah. However, this isn't the first time in history where we've had weird presidents or weird things happen. or The only one I can think of that might have been this bad was, was it Grant? No, oh, and, some, and Andrew Jackson is the one I'm thinking. And, well, there's more. There, there's some weird, some weirdos in the in the lady like between Theodore Roosevelt and Franklin Roosevelt. There were some weirdos like, in uh, there. Who was in there? Like Grover Cleveland. Yeah, and then didn't some some guy got sick? Didn't somebody die of pneumonia? Yeah, pneumonia because it was so cold. He didn't want to put his big. He didn't want to put his big jacket uh, back. Uh, Woodrow Wilson no. or Taft or. But, I mean, part of. Just part of history is that you have to be able to get through poor presidents. And so, unfortunately, this is... But he's making W <clears throat> awesome now. I know. It's hilarious. Whenever anyone complained about W, I said, you wait. You watch. Someone will come that's worse. Wait till we get President Rock. <laughs> what? L- L- Dwayne, Dwayne The Rock Johnson? Dwayne The Rock Johnson is going to be Oprah in a primary. 
Oprah said she's not running. Whatever. Came out yesterday. Whatever. You believe her? She said she does not want the job. Oh. Why would she take the job? She's got hundreds of You don't take of- the job. You run for the job. They don't just hand you the okay. presidency. If Oprah decides to run for president, she's going to be president. I know. <laughs> so That's what I said. She's taking the job. She gave cars to whole audiences. You're How- getting a car. You're getting a car. You're getting a car. How could you not? Gets <laughs> How could you not get voted president when you gave cars to a whole audience? If, if I like I said, she came out and said, "She'd be a better president than Trump." <laughs> I think we should start a petition to. to to get Oprah sainthood. <laughs> I think that woman is a saint. <clears throat> for paying Lance Armstrong's legal bills? <laughs> I didn't know about that. Well, no one knows Oh, for because sure. of the interview? Well, yeah. I mean, she paid. Sure. Well, she she's, paid for she's, she's had so... She's been legally in so many binds through the years from what she said on... She knew, she, she knew exactly what she was getting into. I did watch that stupid Lance Armstrong movie. The... The one he put out? No. Um, the one with what's-his-face who plays him? Well, I, well, it was weird because in Detroit, Frankie and Betsy and Andrea were at the track. Okay. And so I I said hi, and, that, and then I happened to be flipping through Netflix, and the show I was watching wasn't very good, so... Um, uh, oh, I watched that Jim Carrey documentary <clears throat> that we talked about months ago. Yes. I talked about. Yes. <laughs> I watched it that night. Yes. And we never talked about it again. I never brought it up again. It's too deep for you. I thought it was fantastic. I, that's what I said. I, why, that's I why you it watched it. was super weird. It, it like, was. To see the, all the behind the like, stuff yes. that you didn't know that was going on. I, well, I warned you. Oh, well, at, least you had, at least you had a warning for me about how bizarre it was. So then you were, well, if you're watching something Jim Carrey, you know it's going to be bizarre. But you, you really had to sit down. And then, and then at, um, at the end when, what's his name? Come, uh, Tony Clifton? Yes. Or when, as, as he's playing Tony Clifton. Yes. And he's like throwing tantrums on the set every day. It was so funny. It's hilarious. It was, it was. All right, back to Oprah. She came out and said she's not running. She's not going to run. Oh. She didn't. That's too bad. She would have won. She would have won. <laughs> yes. You would have seen the highest voter turnout ever if she had run for president. <clears throat> I bet you, I bet you. Trump wanted the job less than Oprah wants the job. I would agree with that. <laughs> I would agree with that 100%. I, I think, it, I mean, I've been saying this for months. I think he's just saying stuff so he can get impeached because he doesn't want the job. Well, I don't think he's trying to, like, break, I don't think he purposely tries to break the law. I think it just accidentally happens. There's <laughs> it's, it's so much. It's comical. It's so much, there's so much crap. Going on with the stuff that he's doing, they're just like, will somebody just pull the plug? We like, need- he breaks a different law every day. Well, we can't just pull week. the plug. He has rights. I just can't wait to see it all hopefully come falling apart. Oh, because Pence is going to be so much better? No, I did not say that. <laughs> I'm hoping he's implicated too. If if Pence, if Trump goes away and Pence is in, he will take away marijuana from Colorado and California. And they've, Repub- already, they've already started doing it. No, not yet. They've reversed the 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 precedent that Obama sent to, to kind of like look the other they way. They can't afford to lose those votes. They can't afford to lose Colorado as, as a vote, so they won't do that. 
Trump wouldn't do that. Pence would. Yes. Pence would say it's unchristian for you to smoke dope in your state. Yeah, because they're thinking about stuff on, like, old... It's so stupid. Then we first... Then... then well, then, you do know that, like, it's illegal... Gold penguins. <laughs> Brian Rust. Yeah. <laughs> it's illegal for... Um, because the federal government owns yes. the banking system... Yes. Anybody who sells... Marijuana well, they can't, legally can't they can't really use a bank. Their, they, they can't, can't use a bank. They can't use a bank, which is yes. so, so they've got just shitloads of cash. Yes, that's they've how they've got to figure out a way to wash it. Yeah, well, they can't legally wash it. They have to. They have to re. They have to respend it in their own business. Mm-hmm. And so, but how? Well, they have to. They buy more dope. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you could buy land to grow dope if you have the permit. But you can only grow dope in certain states. I know. So it's super weird. Yes. And the whole Colorado thing is they thought they were gonna make like hundred and fifty million in the first year. They did that in the first four months. Four months. <laughs> yes. They like tripled the budget. Yes. Or the, what they were expecting. Yeah. Well, just like Detroit put casinos on their side of the river. Well, someday the whole country will get smart. All right. Do you wanna talk Super Bowl? NHL All Star game or Pro Bowl? Well, God, I hate the Patriots and the Eagles so much. I don't even know if I'm going to watch this game. I don't know if I'm going to watch it because my wife might be having our baby. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to see this. I don't want to see Tom Brady destroy some good defense in the the second half. I don't want to see. Well, you know the Eagles aren't going to have issues scoring. You know, I can see this going exactly how the Falcons game went last year. Yes. You can see it being an exact blueprint for that game. Because what happened to and the Jaguars start, and was they, kind of the same thing. <clears throat> did you did you see how many how fewer penalties the Patriots have in the playoffs than the other teams? And I actually don't think the referees like Belichick and give them calls. It just happens. I saw a commercial today. Did you know there's a thirty for thirty coming out on Thursday? No. The two Bills, Parcells and Belichick. That's awesome. It's them sitting in the Giants locker room. Someone I just saw it. it. I swear to God, it I saw it today. Wow. This afternoon when I came, I was home for lunch for, oh no, I went to Willie's for lunch and I was sitting there for 10 minutes eating my burrito. I looked up 30 for 30, the two bills. I'm like, oh, Barman is going to love this. <laughs> like I, wh- how many episodes have I said? How many? The last Super, two. How many, how many Super Bowls does Bill Spurcells have without Belichick? Zero. Zero. <laughs> How many Super Bowls does Bill Belichick have without Bill Parcells? Five. I'm working on six. <laughs> I didn't realize that the Patriots are five and two in the Super Bowl. Only the two oh, giant losses. This this era, they did lose yeah. to the Bears in '85. Oh, okay. But the the Tom Brady is five and two. Yes. In in the Super Bowl, and the two losses were to the Giants. To the Giants. Crazy. Yes. I don't know if I'm watching. I don't care. I'd prefer not to see Tom Brady hoist another. It's got to just chap, what's his name, Goodell's ass, that he keeps winning Super Bowls. <laughs> well, I don't think Goodell cares. Goodell has XFL problems now, so he's got a let's, whole, let's he's got a whole, he's got a whole he new He doesn't world. have XFL problems because it's not going to start till 2019 or 2020. 2020 is going to be the first game. Yes, he does have, the XFL does have problems. You don't think they'll take some of the rev, the marketing revenue from from another sport will go to the XFL? No. You don't think it? Not one dollar. Oh, okay, one dollar, sure. Have you contacted Vince? Have you asked him about uh, what sort of sign, sign placements and infield? Uh... No, because it's two years away. <laughs> <laughs> and 
and it could be in markets like Birmingham and Jackson, Mississippi, and Oklahoma, wherever the University of Oklahoma is. Well, no, they have to go to the smaller markets that don't already have usually NFL teams already. Okay. It makes like, sense. Like where? Like Birmingham, okay. uh, Orlando. Orlando's um, a good move. Actually, Oklahoma City is a good – They they've already done well with the basketball. Uh, they have the resources. See, uh, um, uh, probably go to um, Oakland. Probably go to Portland instead of Las Vegas. They would have got yeah. They would go to Oakland now with them being in uh, San Diego. Yeah, using the old Coliseum. Maybe they'll finally put a team in New York City. <laughs> <laughs> There's True. only one football team that plays in New York State: <laughs> the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> True. So then uh, maybe somewhere like Columbus, Ohio. Okay. Um, would definitely be uh, an opportunity for them that the NFL just can't can't go to uh, Lansing, Michigan. Uh, Lansing, uh, Lansing. Um, uh, well, between Lansing and uh, Grand Rapids, doing something more on on the West Coast. Well, so it looks like it's going to be eighteen. So the, 18 I, Iowa does teams? well with their indoor uh, with their arena league team. Iowa, so. And I don't know if I brought this up on the podcast. I think we named more than eight cities, didn't we? We did. You, you named did. about around 10 or 12. I, I did. You did? I did. I named like two. You're still impressed that I got the uh, USFL. I came close. I think I missed by like one. You were like, ooh, I forgot they were a team. <laughs> there were two, weren't there two teams that had the same name or from the same city? Well, no. Would the Outlaws. I think the Outlaws were used like in... Would they put a team in Tucson? Arizona, they might, or somewhere in like New Albuquerque, or anywhere they had a stadium that could hold them for a couple years. Well, think about it from like college, yeah, college cities, yeah. Um, yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. It's going to work this time. Oh, I think so because he's going to carefully think it out instead of just. Well, he already has. He's 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 already toned down. This is actually going to be football. Yeah, these are going to be players that have played the game. Um, it's not going to be. Uh, he's already. I don't know how anyone who runs the the uh, wrestling federation can say that he's not going to have criminals playing in his league. But well, is this an opportunity for the Tim Tebow's and the Johnny Manzels and those guys that kind of you left off Kaepernick? I was going to say him. I couldn't think of the third one. <laughs> I was thinking of though those guys that have kind of washed out. But it's three years from now, or two years from now. Tebow is a baseball player. For now. He's awful. For now. Every time they were showing video of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Mike Alsop running in the end zone, and I, I get pissed because Tim Tebow could have been that style of, of halfback. I completely agree with you. And he refused to do it. He refused his destiny. He unskywalkered it. The guy knows how he to win. He unskywalkered it. The guy knows how to win. I don't care what he does in practice. Yes. You put him on the field, he will win games for you. Yes. At quarterback or running back. Was it Josh McDaniel? Who's Josh McDaniel? Was he the coach at Denver when he won the playoff game, or was it the guy before him? Was it the guy before him? It might have been Josh McDaniel. I think he. I think Tebow was, was there Kubiak? when I think it was he, he. Tebow was there when McDaniel started. They weren't winning, or oh, I forget how that goes. Now. He put Tebow in when they were got off to like an own four start. I, he got him in the playoffs, and as I said for the longest time up until last season, <laughs> Tim Tebow had more playoff wins or the same amount of playoff wins as Matt Ryan. Yes, but I have. T- did Matt Ryan make the Pro Bowl? 
I don't know. Drew Brees was there. Drew, Drew Brees had, a good, had a good year. If Russell Wilson was there. It's just a fan pick. Um, <laughs> the Drew Brees kids was his. Th- <laughs> I did not watch the Pro Bowl. I didn't watch any. I, didn't, I will never watch a Pro Bowl unless they bring back. Um, what was the uh, the uh, um, like the games of the stars or the old ABC? Unless uh, they bring back. Unless they bring that back. The um, the TV stars. Yeah, the Battle of the oh, Stars. That, that was on Network of the Battles, Battle of the Network Stars. That was yeah, on unless, last year. Unless NFL players do Battle of the Network Stars again, I'm not gonna. I'm not doing anything. I'm not watching. I I don't like because that's the one where you go like you do the handrail and then you do the swing the rope swing. That was on last year. I think they did Mike. Bicycle. Mike uh, I think they did Mike Greenberg back was one in of the, the hosts. back in the seventies. I think they used to do bicycles like on the on the on the running track. Like they would. <laughs> that that doesn't that. Was, I think Bo Bo Jackson was on one. Oh Jesus! Now, it might have been he before would have Bo dismantled people. <laughs> he it might have been before on Bo. all the stars by himself. <laughs> to this day, that's still one of my favorite thirty for thirties. Yes, the Bo Jackson one. You don't or is it you don't know Bo or some something like that? Who knows Bo? Something like that is. Yeah, the Nike. It's the old Nike campaign. Yeah. Um. Oh, you know what we didn't talk about? What? Tiger Woods. Did you watch him play? I followed it from afar. You know, you and I might hit more fairways than Tiger hit. He made, (laughs) on Saturday... (laughs) Three. Saturday, I think, was his three. On Saturday, he made three of 14 fairways and still shot two under. That is... Unbelievable! <laughs> I taught my so my boss does not miss a minute of golf on the weekends, <laughs> um, and he said his short game looks unbelievable. Well, and if he can just get his the driver has always been his issue. If he would just leave it in the bag and hit the three wood, <laughs> he would be he'd still outdrive everybody by thirty to forty yards and be in the fairway. Tiger's not outdriving Dustin Johnson anytime. He doesn't need to. He doesn't need to. Nope. Just get it close, Tiger. Just. It was it was amazing to watch some of some of the game that he was playing. And so, anyone who says that 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 he can't go to the Masters and win when his short game's that strong is an idiot. I we talked about this a month ago, month and a half yeah. ago. I don't know that he wins a major this year. Obviously, he still has to stay healthy. Right. I don't know that he wins a major this year, but I think if he's healthy. He wins one next year. Well, it'll be the Masters. That is his favorite one. Well, that's the one that that's suits his game. Favorite one. That's yeah. the one that suits his game. Well, the best. no, the British Open <clears throat> could, depending could. on the course. But they just had St Andrews last year, so but that that rotates between what seven courses. Well, yeah, but St Andrews usually happens every third or fourth year. Yeah, but it's kind of like an Olympic he, cycle. He could, uh, depending on if he gets the right conditions, you know. That that one could the, the PGA is, is going to be difficult for him. Yeah, and so is the U.S. Well, the U.S. Open. US Open. Be, it's at Shinnecock Hills again this year, this year. So I, that's not a horrible course for him, but it's still not. I mean, the Masters. He knows exactly where the pins are going to be. He knows what the. I mean, there's no. It, for Christ's sake, in '99, he won that tournament by 15 17? strokes, 17 strokes, whatever it was. Didn't he beat Greg Norman? Everybody beat Greg Norman of the Masters. <laughs> Shark lost all his teeth. Damn. 
Um, I think he shot even on Sunday. Finished minus no, two. Under. I think he was one under on Sunday, too. Okay. He I think he hit four or five fairways that day. But did you see how they were mowing it? Did you see how they, were mo- they mowed those fairways in? There, there's actually literally, when you watched it, there's half half of it unmowed. That's a pretty solid landing area. It wasn't, but he was missing. He was missing by the wall fields. On, on Saturday, on hole number one or hole number 10, he hit his drive 65 yards <laughs> left of the fairway. <laughs> On my worst day, I don't think I can put one that far off. True. Um, I did see a highlight of him. He hit a drive on Thursday or Friday, and he did the typical, he does follow through and he just drops the club because he takes it. He he must have lost sight of it. (laughs) The club? The ball. Oh. He thought he he just smoked it out into the ocean. (laughs) Right down the middle. Really? <laughs> and then he, you see him do the follow-through and drop the club and kind of like walk off. And then they show the ball landing in the fairway and they pan back to him and he's laughing. <laughs> he lost because his caddy wants to go, dude, that was right down the middle. <clears throat> nice. <laughs> um, I think he finished minus two, minus three. He made, he just 24th. snuck in. He came in on the number. He snuck in on the cut on, sat on Friday to get to Saturday and Sunday. We were, watch, we were watching that at the Detroiter, the afternoon, good working class. A good working class bar. A lot of big Tiger Woods fans in that bar. <laughs> they had the game. They, they had curling on three TVs and golf on two TVs. We'll get the Olympics start next but, week. Yeah, Friday afternoon. Friday afternoon. I mean, there's not a whole. There's not when there's no football. When you're all the way almost to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Well, last last week was odd because there was no football. You had the Pro Bowl. You had the NHL All Star Game. I thought maybe the NBA All Star Game was that weekend too. <laughs> um, but it might have been the week before. And then there was like, and there was golf. Yes. There's nothing else on. Really nothing. Or fig, there's figure skating. <laughs> um, let's talk briefly about the NHL. Um, We're not talking about the All Star game, are we? I'm just going to, Tampa did a really nice job. They did a really nice job. Cool. I, that's the one all-star game I can watch every year and, and get some appreciation for it. Nice. I don't watch the, the Pro Bowl. I don't watch the NBA. Occasionally right. I'll watch the skills challenge for the NBA because that's fun. Right. I've, I think I've watched maybe two MLB all I do like games. the skills challenge in hockey. They changed it up a little bit this year. It was, it was a lot of fun. They did a breakaway challenge. So the goalie who had the longest streak stopping breakaways. Really? Guess who won? Do the number one goalie from the Las Vegas Golden Knights, <clears throat> Mark Andre Fleury, stopped thirteen straight breakaways. You know what was really odd? What's that? So we went back to the Detroiter mm-hmm. later in the evening, and they had the hockey on. Mm-hmm. Um, it was must have been after the All Star Game, so they had the ten greatest goalies of all time, and Berdour was seventh. What? <laughs> that is absurd. <laughs> Raw. That is absurd. Well, I was like, he leads every statistical category <laughs> as a goalie. And dude, he was seventh. Who was ahead of him? <laughs> Couple of old timers without masks. Like Ken Dryden and yeah, <laughs> those guys. Uh, <laughs> like there Raw. had to be like one Canadian because he won like seven Stanley Cups. There had to be one Maple Leaf because he won like Stanley seven yes. Stanley Cups. <laughs> yeah. So Ken Dryden would have played for the Islanders. I'm guessing. Mm, it sounds right. Was uh, there was a Maple the, Leaf and um, he was seventh, seventh. Bra, Bra, Bra was in front of him. What? 
and that's absurd. Hasi. Ooh. Was it just based on the seven greatest goaltenders? Well, the the, you, you know how it is when you go to a sports bar at like twelve. At, at twelve, well, it's not really a sports bar. It's, it was cool. We got some food. We were having some beers. And Gary's like, are you are you watching the goalie thing? And I'm, I'm watching this TV. He's watching the kitty corner TV. So we're not. And 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 I'm like I'm like yeah. He's like wow, that's really interesting. And I was like yeah, Brodeur's seventh. And they were going from ten down. And when he came up at seventh, I was like, no way, no I, way. I can maybe see like. To, to, <laughs> I can maybe see like one or two ahead of him. Right, but not Wah and not Hasek. I can't either. Ha- Hasek is a great goalie. Maybe someone that 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 Hasek, defended as many games as Brodeur did in the old. I don't believe Hasek won maybe one Stanley Cup with the Red Wings. They didn't even show him in the Red Wings stuff. It was all in the Sab- Was it Sabers and he lost his the, first Stanley he was Cup in was, the Blues? Was he? No, it was the Blackhawks early on. Oh, that's he right. was on the. The Blackhawks team that lost to the Penguins. Right. And he was Belfour's backup. Dang. Then he went to Buffalo for like yep. 10, 12 years. Oh, maybe they showed him in the Olympics because he won a gold medal for the Czech Republic. Uh, that but it, Some of that could have been in. But <clears throat> that shouldn't count for... That's ridiculous. A seventh. I, I couldn't I personally it. don't like Marty Berger, but I recognize him as the greatest goalie <laughs> ever. <laughs> He has more shutouts, more wins. The only thing he doesn't have that he top he tops Hasek on. He, I think he tops tops Raw on yeah. is Stanley. He won three Stanley Cups. Three, three. That's not bad in six years. That's not bad with horrible teams. Well, didn't they? Didn't each they year they the won? They, weren't they? Weren't they in Did, like seven seed? Like six seven or, or eight se- seed. Six or twice. seven seed. I think. I think it was not eight seed. I think it was seven. Six yeah. or seven seed. They, they snuck played, in a couple they times. They won with the trap. They had to change. They had. Here's how good Patrick or uh, Martin Brodeur was. <laughs> the reason there's a trapezoid behind the goal and the goalie can't feel the puck behind the goal outside the trapezoid is because of him, because of Brodeur. Wow. Because he was. He led. I think at one point he was charting for assists. Dang. He had like ten or twelve assists one year. That's awesome for a goalie. He's got to lead that. Oh, without a the. Uh, I the only thing I don't think he scored a goal. Oh really? I know no Hex- open netter. I know Hextall, he had to have gotten an open Hextall netter. Hextall got one. He might have gotten one. He had to. He, had an open I know Hextall was the first one to score. That's weird. That's super weird. That is super weird. See, I I, I wanted to make sure I wasn't off base. You're not off base. I mean, I could see some a couple of old timers and maybe him being third, thirdish or second. Yeah, the guy was in the league for like twenty years too. Yes. Well, he retired twice, didn't he? No. He came back at half season a couple of times. Well, he might have been hurt. I don't, but it was pretty late. I think he signed contract late in the his last couple, his last contract in New Jersey, maybe. Right. But then he got traded to the Blues. He played maybe a season and a half there, and now, now he's in the front office for the Blues. <laughs> it's which awesome. is weird. Why wouldn't he be in the front office for the Devils? He also he also well. he also has kids with two different sisters. <laughs> Holy cow. He's married to one and then had kids with the, 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 the sister, which is weird. Uncle Daddy is what they used to call him. <laughs> like the Flyers fans. I'm not exactly Uncle sure Daddy. how we got from Detroit to, to, go, to goalies to there. The NHL All-Star But game. now I'm going to have to read the Wikipedia about Marty Bordeaux. Um, uh, short track speed skating schedule uh, starting on February 10th. Okay. 
first medal for them. Apollo Anton Ono, is he in that? Uh, I think he's the announcer, him and Lawless Lexi Lawless. Lexi Lawless is not calling short track speed <laughs> Are you interested to see the hockey at all? No. I think the Russians are sending a team, but they're not the Russians. Well, they're not allowed to have... They're uh, sending 160 athletes, though. They actually screened. the, the All the athletes were screened. Um, so good for them for sending athletes and doing the right thing. Um, I know it's a tough situation as a, a the, the Olympics tough. are, yeah. And, and you know, I hate for it always, it's odd because, you know, Russia always makes it sound like they're getting picked on, but unfortunately for this one, what I about mean, North Korea and South Korea? Like, flat? I think it's great. I think that's exactly what the Olympics are supposed to be about. Hey, mate, can we put our differences aside for a few weeks? And you and just I cannot get this put our differences aside. <laughs> You're just upset because you've lost so much. <laughs> I, I lost every bet until we started doing the podcast, <laughs> and I've been golden. Screw you. <laughs> I've been golden. Did you, so the, I saw that they've got a co-women's hockey team, North and South Korea. Oh, good for them. Yeah. So it's six, six women from the North Korea. I guess they didn't have enough players for the team. And, right. and they decided to do a co-team, so those six players are going to play on the South Korean team. Good luck for that. Well, coach. I think they're – I think – I don't know what's going on there, but it looks like they're trying to unify again. Like they're actually at the peace talks table. Well, they're thinking about it. Yeah, well, they're talking about it. Well, that's, sure as soon that's as the Olympics than, are over, that's it's better than That's better than nothing. Yes. And it makes the world a little bit safer. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the atomic clock did go to two, two minutes to midnight the other day. <laughs> um Yarmer Yager was waived by the Calgary Flames yesterday or the day before. At 45 years old, it looks like his journey as an NHL player is finally over. Unless someone gets hurt late in the season? Unless the Penguins find a reason to, <laughs> to sign him. I don't know. I think they'll do the one-day sign and retire him. As a Penguin? As a Penguin. Um, I hope they do that. Does he have to talk to ownership about that? He talks to Lemieux anyway. <laughs> it, it, it's funny that this happened because Sidney Crosby overtook him as number oh, two. Number of goals. Number and, uh, of two on points for the Penguins by uh, a couple games ago. Like, you know, just passed him. He had like 1,600 points as wow. a Penguin. Saturday, February 10th, 5 a.m. The coverage starts for short track speed skating. Saturday? February 10th. So next Saturday. Next Saturday. I'll be up with baby. <laughs> Probably. Um, any thoughts on Yager? No, I like watching him play. As a penguin, He's a big dude. As a Penguin fan, I really hoped when he came back a couple years ago that he would find his way back to Pittsburgh at some point. Nah. But it doesn't look like that's going to happen. There was even like... Some of the blogs that I used to read in Pittsburgh, we were on Yager Watch, and they had the Baywatch theme music. <laughs> it was hysterical. That's just for old timers like you that yeah, yeah. want to go back to the old ways. Well, you want to see a guy like that come back. The guy had 60 points last year. If he wanted to be remembered some way, he would have retired sooner and lived out his life well, he, in, he, in he other ways. He said he wanted to play till he was 50. Well, that's cool. I think he will do that in the Czech Republic. I'm sure he will. I think this is an opportunity for him maybe to get to the Olympics, too, <laughs> to play in one more Olympics. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. So he's off to uh, uh, Czechoslovakia. His contract got transferred to the team he owns over there. <laughs> <laughs> Did the owner sign 
sign his waivers. He is the owner. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Michigan State looks like they're in a whole world of hurt. What? Tom you're, Izzo and you're a Michigan Jared. fan though, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> well, my cousins, my cousins are more Michigan State. It's more agricultural well, school. Bunny went to Michigan State, yeah, but um, uh, restaurant wise, actually, Michigan State's way stronger. Oh, um, town wise. Yeah, as far as uh, teaching wise. But I was thinking more of the Jamila Hill. That was next. Yeah. Well, it all ties together because she's she's a Michigan State grad. Oh, is and she? she's yeah. Today she was caught in the undefeated. She was calling out. Um, Izzo, uh, Izzo. D'Antonio. Yeah. I guess, well, I guess <clears throat> I guess she had met Izzo a couple of times. And. And. What does he have to do with USA Gymnastics? Nothing. And that's not the problem. The problem is the the amount of athletes that seem to have issues that just disappeared. Or yeah. athletes disappeared. Is this cover-up at Michigan State as bad as the one at Penn State? Or is it no. equal? No. No. That one's much worse. Penn State is way worse. Well... You're talking about a... Am I confusing fo- the... You're talking about a football coach, an adult football coach, taking young people into a shower room? And then okay. here we're talking about... Here we're talking about athletes that have... Isn't the USA Gymnastics thing tied in with Michigan State? Not really, because he only the only the athletes visited him there infrequently. Okay, that's why I was getting more of what's going on isn't Nasser, but it's the fact that it seems that there had been a pattern of because Nasser used to visit the Caroli Ranch, he used to visit uh, Indianapolis. I think they have training facilities and that, and so it was very infrequent that he would meet. Athletes on the Michigan State campus, but the first, the first report of Nasser, I think, is in nineteen ninety seven. That's just horrible. It's awful. It's bad. It's really bad. It's really bad. <coughs> you know, I can't even keep my job at Urban Flats. <laughs> um, I texted you early last week. About Jamel Hill. Yes. I did predict that she would be off six weeks. Sports did you say six weeks? Six months. Within six months. I did turn on the six a couple of times just to make sure that I wasn't wrong. I I have a feeling I have a feeling she didn't in my personal opinion, watching her on the six was she I don't think she liked the visual aspect of reporting. And I think she liked her relationship with, what is it, Michael Smith? Michael Smith. I think she liked her personal relationship. I don't think she liked living that out on television like Kornheiser and Wilbon do. No, I think that's what she wants. Uh, Not the Sports Center part. But it wasn't working. It yeah. just wasn't. And it was a very awkward show. For something on ESPN, it, it was really, really, really Oof. awkward. And whenever they went to. Whenever they went to reporters that were like on site, you know, on Sports Center, or when they do the five good minutes on PTI, or it, it, it seemed seamless on every other show. In on their show, it seemed like the local broadcast news, where the guys like eating a hot dog turned sideways, and all of a sudden the camera light comes on. Think about it from Michael Smith's perspective. He doesn't know if she's going to be the host next week because <laughs> of something she's going to say about the president they, on Twitter. Well, it's obvious they have a great working relationship yeah. offset. Yes, and it's just, just didn't, no chemistry onset, zero chemistry. I don't understand how that happens. I, I, whether she. Uh, and and I think in her in her note in what she said was that she enjoyed the reporting. She enjoyed enjoyed the the 
the the writing and the being the journalist. The hey, stop it. The six just wasn't for yeah. But I did say <laughs> within yes. six months she would not be on. I said she was not going to be on ESPN. Well, she's not on Sports Center. She's being reassigned. This is just the beginning yeah. of not being on ESPN. You yes. don't. Yes. I mean, you're taking spots from people who are coming up, and that doesn't last very long. Or good people that are getting fired. Not like, everyone's Linda Cohn. Like, uh, what's his name? John Clayton. <laughs> Man. Have you seen Morton, Morton Anderson lately? I don't think he's on any longer. No, he is. Oh, is he? I haven't seen him. He looks... I, I love Mort. Well, he used to do his office a whole bunch when he was calling. Well, I think in, the like, cancer. Adam, oh, like he had cancer, and it it just he thinned out a lot. Oh wow! Yeah, it's it's terrible. All right, the final story. Chief Wahoo. Chief Wahoo. No you, more. You racist. I'm not a racist. You deep down inside. He's a caricature. Have you ever met an Indian? Native American. Yeah. Yes. Who? Every time I used to go to the reservation to get gas at Niagara. <laughs> Is it a real Indian or a gambling Indian? It's an Iroquois Indian. Are they like Alaskans where they get a certain amount of money no matter what they do? No, they get land. They get land. I've been on the reservation to buy gas. And then what do you do? What do they do with their land? There's a lot of houses and schools. And <clears throat> it's like a whole other country. It's like Louisiana. So how is how is <laughs> Chief Wahoo racist? I'm confused. Okay, so because you called a, me a racist. Because it's a caricature. He's not racist. It's not he's smiling. He's happy. So the Redskins is more racist than that. I think the Redskins logo is racist. Is it? I think the name is racist, and I think the logo is because it's not a caricature. Didn't didn't some other tribes try to um, go uh, protest Florida State? Yes. And the actual Seminole Indian tribe yes. told them to get out of town. Yes. <laughs> so my question, so to you, the Redskins thing is it's clearly. Dan Snyder, as long as he owns that team, will not give up the Redskins' name. Okay. Uh, do you think Chief Wahoo's racist? No, I don't. Okay. So in 2019, the Indians. If I own the Indians, would Chief that Wahoo. be my logo? No, probably not. <laughs> I did see one cool logo. I love the old C. The old, the like the curved one, the, the, the not the ant- block C that they're using now. <clears throat> no, I like the block C also, but the one I like, that the, looks I, like, like the cur- I like the curved C. It kind of looks like that. That one. Yes. I did see a cool one today. It was uh, apparently they wore it from seventy four to seventy seven. It's kind of like a thin C. Right. Yes. It, it, it yes. Looks, it the looks, thin C. The, it looks the, like this. It's like a black C. It looks like something Woody Hayes would be wearing. And then there's like a or, there's like spikes. Or, uh, Paul Brown. It looks like something like the NFL coaches would be wearing. There's like spikes on it in the, in the middle, and then there's a feather built into it. Yeah. That one looks awesome. Yeah. If they go to that, yeah. it's kind of like what the Braves. The Braves still have a tomahawk on their jersey. But tomahawk. I don't find I don't find that offensive in any way. Like no. their name, I find the the people that own it are offend, offend me because I, I don't like the Braves. But well, uh, they popped up in my in my uh, Facebook feed about um, uh, single day tickets being on. And to I see what a I replied. Team? I replied back. I do not support cheaters. You all are you all. The, they didn't just semi cheat. They 
cheated, cheated. And anyone that goes to Braves, the Braves games really needs to rethink what they're doing. Unless you live next to the stadium and someone happened to, to give you a ticket, put it in your hand, there is no way I would spend any money with that organization the way they mistreated those international athletes. It is horrible what they did. Horrid. Agreed. But I've been saying that for a hundred years. You're just upset Bobby Cox wasn't running the team when it happened. Oh, you're damn right. I'm, I'm, that would have been awesome. That would have that would have been so. I would have been like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, you got anything else you want to add? I think that's everything. No, I think that's it. I'm going to stock up on Chief Wahoo gear over the next year, <laughs> so I've got it for years to come. Well, you know, someday, maybe 10 years or, or uh, 20 years down the road, it'll come back. No. Yeah. It's gone. It's gone like a home run in a softball, slow-pitch softball game. <laughs> it's gone. When you hit home runs, you point them out of the park, don't you? No, when we had a team... <laughs> I'd hit the ball. Who's we? Like you, me, Ed, Ed Jeff, Drew, <laughs> Brian, Rob, and then a couple of guys I worked with at, at Singular or AT and T back in the day. Dang. We had a softball team for like two seasons. I'd hit the ball, and I, and I would know. It's gone. <laughs> they would just laugh at me. You know, since I'm not riding this summer, maybe we need to get a morning a morning golf group together. I, I can't. It would have to be on. I can't. You can't do morning. Not with a kid. Well, that might be the only time you have to golf. <laughs> she can come. <laughs> I said, I think I told you the story with Mackenzie. I would go to the driving range and she would stay in the baby seat. And I had a, a full size Chevy truck. I just put the tailgate down and I put her there. And you could back right up onto the, onto the, uh, onto the driving area. Like the range over on <laughs> Holcomb Bridge? Yep. Um, right by where yep. we used to live. <laughs> and then um, uh, Mackenzie used to come do uh, inventory with me also. At the restaurant, I put her at the corner of the bar, and I would count the count the liquor and and, and all that on Monday that was, on Monday morning. That was funny. We didn't talk about this when we went to Ale House. Yes, all the external bins that <laughs> have all the booze are gone. Are gone. Well, they don't need all thirty thousand dollars worth of booze that we were counting every week. That was a McGann thing. Yes. All right, so that does it for episode twenty-seven. Um, if I ha- if Jess hasn't given birth, we should probably bang out another episode Monday or Tuesday. That's what I was thinking. Um, Tuesdays are better for me this time okay, of year because I have a Georgia Tech meeting on Mondays. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Um, you can find – oh, let, let's start here. Subscribe to our podcast. Please. iTunes, Podbean, Google Play. <gasps> we almost forgot. I knew we would remember. Scott Patton. Scott Patton. Made you wait a long oh, time. Oh, we got you on one. that one, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Snuck it in at the last minute. Uh, Scott's our number one listener. <clears throat> He's been, we did uh, find a curling league. He, we got to get the curling thing uh, down. Friday nights at nine o'clock down by me, Center Ice. Uh, Scott's been riding gravel in the North Georgia mountains. Uh, so far, there's been no shirtless picks. I have a feeling that it's more about temperature than. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he took her advice. To... <laughs> he has been doing the push-up challenge. <clears throat> yeah, he does. I thought about starting. I don't quite under. Well. I don't quite understand what the numbers all mean. Is that per day or per hour or per what? I thought the push-up challenge was you're just supposed to do 100 push-ups a day. Oh, are you? But I think oh, so he's doing 22, then 20, yeah. and trying to get all those done. Why not just bang out 10 an hour over 10 hours? Well, that's what that's what we used to do at the shop. Yeah. On the on the hour on the hour when we had a chance, we'd knock out 10. Should, should you and I do a push-up challenge? Uh, well, my push-ups, I don't have to go as low as I used to. I don't either because my belly touches <laughs> my belly touches first, so I can't go I can't go down that low. <laughs> 
Um, all right, so subscribe to us. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Podbean, Google Play. Uh, like us on Facebook, Barman and Bevo Podcast. You can find both of us on, on Facebook, Michael Barman, Michael Vandera. Uh, we're on Twitter. What's our Twitter handle? At Barman and Bevo Pod. I don't know. You always do this part. I think it's at Barman and Bevo Pod. If not, go to at underscore Coach Barman. <laughs> Your favorite. <laughs> or at Bevo8771, and there's a link to our, our podcast page. You can listen to our podcast on Podbean. I think it's Barman and Bevo Podcast.podbean.com, something like that. Um, there's a website you can listen to it there. Um, if you've got iOS or you've got Android, you should be able to find it on one of the apps. So, uh, it looks like we'll be back in a week to do one more episode. And until then, uh, enjoy your Super Bowl if you watch it. <laughs> Thanks. I'm not even sure. I think the Patriots are going to win. So we'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening. Just a good old boy. Never meaning no harm Beats all you never saw Been in trouble with the law Since the day they was born Straightening the curves Flattening the hills Someday the mountain might get them But the law never will Making their way The only way they know how Don't understand, they keep us showing my hands and not my face on TV. Ah.